This is reposted. Hello, and welcome to Reposted. In the next few moments, we'll be breaking down a post that we have found to be inspiring, interesting, or otherwise entertaining. Quotes that catch our eye and we feel are worth a deeper look. Thank you for stopping by. Happy 2021, Larry. Today is the first day of a new year, episode 199, and we're going to turn to poet Robert Browning. He released this poem in a collection in 1855. It's about his wife. It's called Andrea del Sarto. And the quote from that is, ah, but a man's reach should exceed his grasp or what's heaven for? I really like this. It's a good way to start out the new year. Like shoot for the stars because you're not going to get, you're not going to get there if you don't try for it. He, he explores a lot of things in this poem and I think uh, he said this back in 1855, and I think it still rings true in 2021. Do you do you reach for things that exceed your grasp? Do you know what uh, Babe Ruth did a lot of, Andrew? Eating. Correct. But also, do you know what another thing he did a lot of? Uh, I'm not sure where you're going with this, so just tell me. He struck out a lot. You know yes. why? Because he took big swings. But we always talk about his home runs. But yeah. he struck out a whole lot too. You can't eat home runs unless you take big swings, Andrew. That's right. They don't. They don't call Ichiro the uh, the great Bambino for getting base hits. It's a deep cut, not for this podcast. You know, but I, I like this idea of taking big swings, and also too, what they've learned more recently, I think, in baseball is like uh, trajectory. Like if you're taking an upper angle swing, you're more likely to get home runs. That's why we've seen amongst a number of reasons why we've seen more home runs in baseball is because they've taken a better angle at swinging big. So I like that idea that there's a little bit of science to taking big swings. Yeah, I mean, and then also there's so many, I mean, Hollywood is a very obvious example of like, you have to take a big swing to become an actor or like if you want to be famous, like you move to Los Angeles or you move to New York, you uproot everything. And I feel like every like big success story was you took a big swing because no one's going to tell you that it's going to work out or even like applying to colleges, like maybe saying that Notre Dame's out of your reach, but you apply anyway. And like, you're not going to get in unless you try. It applies to everything. But I feel like you're the epitome of what I would like to see or the story behind the Hollywood move is that it's once again, a calculated scientific big swing. Like you have a plan and you've thought it through. I mean, Brad Pitt probably do. They drove, drove his car from St. Louis and went there, but I like this idea of also being a little smart about jumping off the bridge. Yeah. This is something I heard pretty early on moving to Los Angeles. And it's like, you're going to make it one of three ways. One, you're going to be so attractive. It doesn't matter what you do that you're going to make it, which uh, Brad Pitt's a good actor, but you could make the argument for a lot of people that are really attractive. Yep. One, you have so much money that you don't have to worry about another job and you just out of attrition, you'll eventually take off because of whatever. And then the third is you'll, you just through your connections, you'll be able to through networking or, or you'll, you'll, you'll watch out. I think though, like the addendum to this quote is like, you know, take big chances, but also enjoy all the swings and strikeouts that it takes to have the ball connect so you hit the home run, right? If you're just, you know, I'm sure in Hollywood all the time, you, right. these people just are like, oh, I didn't get that gig. Oh, I didn't get the gig. I'm not making it. 
part, auditioning. And I know that gets miserable and tired of getting rejected, but that's part of being an actor is getting rejected. You somehow have to enjoy that. Right. Or if you're an entrepreneur, you can't say, oh, I quit my job. I took a big swing because I'm, my company is going to get acquired or my company is going to go public. If you're not actually doing the work to move in that direction, like take the big swing, but have the hours of practice behind it to, to make sure you're able to connect or keep working. Yeah. And like, is this part of this saying like, we're going to be dead. So then you're not going to be able to take any chances. So, I mean, this is the only shot you got. So go ahead. You mean the, the heaven part? I mean, yeah, is that kind of, or is it like in heaven, you're going to have ultimate chances to take the big swing? Uh, I think it's more just like, uh, it's like heaven has this utopia that you're reaching for. And so like you have what you know you want, maybe, I don't know, I guess. I feel like you know this answer for me, right? I feel like I've been pretty lucky at life. Like there was nothing I did to, woo my wife i met her at a wedding i got lucky i'm a fifth time white guy i got great parents blah, 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 blah. but whenever i'm gonna take a calculated risk i definitely go big like for instance like when we're gambling or we're you know make a sports bet i'm always like let's take the 500 to one let's let's just not double our money let's take the big odds but that's just kind of partly because like i got a pretty good stable life like in the kind of calculated areas i'm like let's go yeah you're reaching beyond your your grasp Absolutely. Which I, I mean, think I, I will say this, though. I should have definitely got more into Bitcoin earlier. I have my Bitcoin portfolios recently been doing well, but I wish I would have dumped it in when I knew I should have dumped it in more. You're in Bitcoin now? I was in, I've was been in Bitcoin since Uncle Kirk got me in like two years ago. I didn't know that you were in Bitcoin. You're in the uh, the cryptocurrency. I like that. I got uh, a big, uh, I got a uh, pretty good few investors of Ripple. I got a lot of Ripple. Ripple's down to like 20 cents. What? People can call us later for, for stock tips or investing tips. I mean, I think another way to say this quote that I kind of live by is no risk, no reward. Like, I think one of the most things that could trap you is success can be a trap. Like, if you have a comfortable job, you're making good money, you're not going to take risks and you're not going to have big rewards, which isn't to say that's a bad thing. Having a stable job and, and making good money is good. And maybe that's what you want but like you miss out on the big risks or you you miss out on the big rewards by reaching beyond your grasp you I know mean, it's funny i don't know it's funny you say that because the other day i was just like thinking of the uh sergey brin and the other guy that started google those guys like their model was like don't be evil and they were like fighting for the and they were just like this big tiny little scrappy company and both of them now got fat they like you know they ride in private planes they set up their own villages at uh, the desert for um, whatever that festival is like they totally lost that like take big swings and take calculated risk mentality right i mean i think we talked about that in december about how if you rest on your laurels you you become uninteresting all the people we know that like yeah it was miles davis being like you you have to make yourself uncomfortable man like larry page i think was the other guy and they go to yeah. burning man and yeah. Yeah. And someone like Elon Musk gets this huge payout from PayPal. And then he takes everything he made from that and invests it in Tesla. I mean, there's more nuance to it. He probably had a safety net, but he he took the Larry Olson approach, said, hey, I'm putting on the fire bet at the craps table and it's going to hit. And Tesla was maybe the fire bet for him. They're up 600 percent last last year. You know, uh, and also that entrepreneur we had on a couple of months is Gary Tan. Tan. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. He was like, man, people go to the valley for wrong reasons, wanted to make money. People that go to the valley, they want to solve a problem. Yeah. Those people usually end up pretty good in life because they're working towards a problem, not a pile of gold coins. Yeah. If you take the big swing to get a pile of cash, maybe you don't have the substance behind it to be able to connect and go yard. Yeah. Maybe, because it's, little, it's, like, it's empty on the other end. Yeah. Maybe you're more like Ichiro. And Ichi- uh, Gary Tan is more. Right, is this your new thing? Ichiro references in 2021? Ichiro Suzuki is going to be the most. <laughs> he's the new bingo square for 2000. Wait a minute. Hold on. Is today 1121? Yeah, 1121. That's crazy. 1121 gigawatts. Gigawatts. The show about Back to the Future. <laughs> well, if you want to know more about Seattle Mariners history, please oh, reach out. You can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm Andrew Keller for 2021 saying thanks for stopping by. <laughs>